Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. Kylie, sexy swinger chick from TikTok, is back in the sex apartment sharing some lessons she has learned. From waking up to wild unicorns and drunken blowjobs to pushy single guys, Kylie has learned a lot. Back at the sex apartment, we have Kylie back with us today. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Thanks for driving all the way back here again. Before we get started, I noticed last time we didn't actually mention what your uh, TikTok handles are and because TikTok's so wonderful to you and shadow bans you from time to time. Let's put as many of them out there as you'd like to put out. Or fully bans. Uh, I still have my main account, which that's the one I'm really concerned about losing, but it's sexy swinger chick. And then we have sexy swinger chick 2.0. And then we have a 4.0 because we lost 3.0. 3.0 already went away. 3.0 is gone, but the other ones are still there. And then we also have swing talk education. So that's a new one. And that one is more toward just the educational videos that I post and not really like the funny swinger ones that are going to get a lot of views. Those ones are just more about people learning learning about the lifestyle. And I know I said this last time, but I, I really mean it when I say thank you, all of you guys for doing this and for putting faces to the lifestyle and letting people know, hey, this is a thing that normal everyday people do. You don't have to hide in the closet and you can be yourself, be interested in sex and be open to open relationship to actually put a face to it and a beautiful face at that. I appreciate it. Swing Talk is a group of creators on TikTok who share thoughts about the lifestyle on the TikTok platform. Some of our favorites, along with Kylie, are Swing Talk Girl Christina, Lacey, who is one of the hosts of the Swing Nation podcast, also known as Southern Girl on TikTok, Malia or SNM416, Bella from the Foreplay podcast, Vista Wife, and Bang Bang Pineapple Gang. We love and highly commend all the people who are out there bringing positive attention to the lifestyle and working towards normalizing it. We will be sure to include links to their TikTok accounts in our show notes. This being episode two, I love to get into uh, lessons learned. Being as you're into the education, I imagine you might have a handful of lessons you've learned or heard about or whatever. Or you'd like to teach others. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we got into the lifestyle because of other females. We were really open in the beginning to like unicorns and single women. And along the way, we found that that's probably not what's best for us because we have had some missteps and issues along the way with other unicorns all the issues we've had have surrounded, I feel like, single women. And what kind of issues popped up? So the first issue that popped up was we were spending a lot of time with a unicorn. She was coming over to our house. We, you know, me and her were talking every day. We were Snapchatting. One morning I wake up to my partner and her having sex right next to me. I was livid because this was something that we had not 
discussed and this was not something that I was okay with. He felt terrible about it. Uh, but that's the hard part about the lifestyle is like, sometimes if you don't discuss and communicate things, things can happen. And then we have to go back and we have mm-hmm. to take a couple steps back and then talk about it. But it's a learning curve. I was going to say, unfortunately, he couldn't make it again this time, but I have to imagine that when he was starting to have sex with her early in the morning, he wasn't going, oh, I bet you we can have sex while she sleeps and she's never going to find out. I imagine it was just like, well, we're all here and we just had sex last night, so there's no big deal in continuing this. But because you hadn't discussed that rule or discussed, hey, no, we should only be doing this together when I'm awake and paying attention, Mm -hmm. it, it just led to that reaction. Exactly. So that was the first misstep. So after that, I was like, okay, we're just going to pump the brakes on unicorns for right now. And we're just going to do the couple play thing because I feel like with couples, there's like a level playing field where it's, you don't have to worry that jealousy goes away because you don't have to worry about like, okay, well, is she more into him? Is, is, she more into me. It's just more level. I feel like with now, couples. I feel a lot of couples that are specifically looking for that. The wife is very interested in another female, and the guy's like, "Well, yeah, I'll gladly share you." And she's like, "Yeah, I think you can be part of that too, or maybe not. Maybe just watch." And what was his reaction to you being with another guy? He did not have any issue with it. I think he kind of saw it the way that I saw it was like, what's fair is fair. That's one of the things in the lifestyle that I actually talk about with the swing talk crew all the time. We we see these couples where it's only women play. You can only play with girls and, and you're not allowed to be with any guys because, you know, then that would make you a slut or a whore or whatever. And I, you're only allowed to be with other girls. And I'm also allowed to be with other girls with you, but like you can't be with other guys. We've actually encountered that mm-hmm. in the lifestyle. And Brad and I discussed it and we just didn't feel like that was for us. We felt like we really liked the couple aspect of it. We really liked the chemistry that the guys have and that the girls have. And it, it's more fun when you bring more people in mm-hmm. and, and instead of just one person. There are many different dynamics in the lifestyle. Some couples only like to watch or be watched and prefer no crossplay. Others are looking for girl-girl play only. Another dynamic is that the couple will allow either a single male or a single female to play with them. Some couples will allow only one of them to play while the other watches. Then you get into what couples are willing to do, meaning soft swap or full swap, and the many different branches off of each of those. Dynamics change and vary from couple to couple. It boils down to what you are comfortable with and what turns you on as a couple. And Brad is straight. I'm bisexual. He's straight. But there are a lot of guys in the lifestyle who are bisexual, which is another stigma, which I can't stand. You mentioned the couples where the guy's like, okay, I'm all right with you playing with other girls and you should be all right with me playing with other girls, but no, you're not allowed to play with another guy. I see that a lot as the guys are really interested in playing with another girl and whatever they can convince their partner of to do to get to that point, while at the same time not, I hate saying it, but sharing their partner and keeping that, I guess, kind of dominance over them. We've run into a handful of couples that way. Me being more voyeuristic, we open ourselves up to those kind of couples because I don't mind sitting back and watching and I enjoy it. I've also seen a lot of couples run into issues with that because eventually the girl's like, wait, why are you able to play with this girl? But then I see this guy over here that I'm attracted to and he's interested in me, but why can't I do that? And we do see that lead to a lot of issues and interactions. Yeah. 
But again, people's lifestyles evolve and they change their roles. Like you said, when you guys first walked in, your initial roles were, okay, we're soft swap and girl, girl only. And within four or five hours, you modified those rules. Right. Yeah. And that's the wonderful thing about the lifestyle is your rules change and evolve. And like now, you know, like we had gotten to the place where we were even different room. We were okay with that. Now we've taken some steps back because again, we had another mishap happen. Definitely. I think rules change and they evolve and and it's that open communication and it's building boundaries, but also remembering to bring those boundaries back because there is a freedom within this lifestyle. And that's kind of a big part of it is we do this because it's a sense of freedom. It's a sense of freedom in a relationship that nobody is telling you what to do. And there's no dominance over one or the other. I mean, obviously in the bedroom, we like that, but you know, in our relationship, there's no dominance. And so that's one thing that I always stress to a lot of couples who I talk to is yes, you have boundaries, but just remember that they're like layers and you peel them back and it's okay to take those away or to bring them back if you need to. Yeah. The lifestyle is for couples. You just need to have that trust in your partner a hundred percent. And like you're saying, if you're seeing something that's kind of going the wrong way, you're going to want to have to rein that back in, put those boundaries back up until that trust can be remade again. And then you can go back out and do what you need to do. Because you never know how something's (laughs) going to make you feel until you're in it. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I didn't like that feeling. Let's kind of stay away from that for now. Not saying like with the unicorn thing or the single male thing. I'm not saying that that's not an option ever because it's something that I think about frequently is like, oh, I would really like to be with just a single guy Mm -hmm. or do the whole hot wave thing. You know, that's something I'm interested in. I'm not saying that it can never happen, but I'm saying at this point of us in the lifestyle, it's not, we're not there yet, but I'm sure someday we will be. Yeah. And that's the big thing is the fact that rules do evolve and mistakes happen. It's the foundation of your relationship that says, hey, you know what? This is something that one of the two of us or maybe even both of us didn't like, but we can come back. We can talk about it. We can learn from it and we can move forward from there. The couples that get into this that are like, oh, we need to fix our relationship. We have a problem. We're not getting along. Let's introduce other people to this and see where it can go. That's the couples that I think will struggle. We've been together almost six years. We spent two of those years in couples therapy. This was prior to the lifestyle or anything like that. We had built a really good foundation before we even introduced other people. I mean, obviously we had threesomes, but like until we introduced the real lifestyle into our relationship, we had a very good trust for each other and a very good foundation for sure. You ran into a little misstep. What was that all about? It was a big misstep. Oh, a big oh, oh. This is. But you're smiling. So it's. I'm, well, right. we're at the club. There's tons of people there, you know, I'm drinking and, you know, I had gastric bypass surgery. I can't drink as much as I used to. I had two drinks. At that point, I was just sloppy, which Mm. is kind of sad, but it is the way that it is. My stomach is so tiny now that I just can't handle a lot of alcohol. And I just reintroduced alcohol. So I'm still learning my footing with that. I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like, you know what, just go have fun. And he was hanging out with couples and stuff that are friends of ours. So I'm like, go have fun, go do what you need to do. Go have fun with the couples or whatever. He interpreted that as go do what I want to do without Kylie. Mm-hmm. And we had totally just the communication there. It wasn't there. Cause I was a drunk and B almost falling asleep. So we're driving home and he goes, Oh yeah, I got a blowjob from a unicorn. Oh boy. 
I was livid because first of all, we had a rule of the no unicorn thing. Second of all, I didn't even know this person. Third of all, we didn't talk about that. That wasn't part of that. That broke so many boundaries. It almost felt like he had cheated on me because I wasn't there. I didn't know what was going on. He profusely apologized and he felt terrible. I just told him, I'm like, we sit here and we think that we can break all these boundaries, but we just, we can't, we, we have to communicate. And that comes from me too, of me saying, go do what you want, go have fun. Obviously he could interpret that as anything. I think definitely he was wrong and he knows that and he feels terrible about it, but those things happen, but we've communicated a lot about it and I've gotten my feelings out about it and dealt with it. You know, I'm just ready to move forward with it, but it is very unfortunate. And he's like, well, if you have to go give a single guy a blowjob so that the playing field is even, and I'm like, <laughs> well, you don't have to tell me twice, but yeah. <laughs> what is something you think that would have been beneficial to know before you got into the lifestyle club scene? One of the harder things for me in the lifestyle is letting other couples down and telling them it's just, it's not there. There's no attraction there or, you know, there's no connection, especially me because I get messages on my Instagram daily or on TikTok or wherever. Hey, we're from Tennessee. Like we think you're hot. Can you guys come swing with us? And it's like, it doesn't really work like that, but I get a lot of messages or people who like come up to us at the club. That's something that I wish, you know, I knew better how to handle. I don't like letting people down and I don't want to be mean and I don't want to make somebody feel insecure or bad about themselves. So it's, it's really, that's hard to navigate. How do you tell somebody that you're not attracted to them? It's very difficult. And I will admit that we haven't really found a way to do that. No, we have not. It's no one has. It is. It's (laughs) hard to, yeah. If you're ever on the side of the rejection, you know, that naturally your brain goes into all of those insecurities that you just have about yourself. And you're like, it's like dating all over again. You know, you're like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? And then you don't want that to happen to somebody else when you're on the reverse side. So I know we actually heard people have lines that they will use. Uh, One is you look like a family member. I'm sorry, I can't sleep with you. Or you look like an ex and they'll use some sort of go-to line that is supposedly less, you know, hurtful than saying specifically, I just, the attraction's not there or something, but still no easy way to be on either end of that really. And I mean, I've been on the other end, Yeah, you know, when I was heavier, it narrowed down our pick because a lot of times the women were okay with me, but it was the guys who were the ones who had the issue. Oh, well, I'm not attracted to heavier women, which is fine. Of course, I don't judge other people's preferences because again, I have my own preferences and there's certain women that I'm not attracted to and it doesn't matter about body size or whatever. It's just there, you know, it is what it is. But I think for a long time that really did bother me like, oh, well, Brad's good enough, but I'm not good enough, you know, because of my weight. Again, I still had my pick of people regardless of 100 pounds heavier or not. What would you consider your most awkward moment in the lifestyle so far? The city that we live in has multiple clubs. One night we decided to go to the other club and you'll never guess who was there. Oh no. Our landlord, (laughs) who's also a family friend. Oh boy. (laughs) And my boyfriend spotted him first. 
And this is, I mean, I've obviously seen people that I know before getting into the lifestyle at uh, our home club. It's never like been awkward like this because this is like somebody, he's my dad's friend. He's known my dad for years. Um, And then he's like my sister-in-law. That's like her family friend as well. And he's our landlord. So it was just really, really awkward, but Brad and him were cool about it. He was like, you know, you don't tell anyone I was here and I won't tell anyone you were here. While it is rare to run into someone you know, either on a lifestyle website or in a club, it does happen. Remember that you are both in the same place, likely for similar reasons, and to respect each other's privacy. So then we were like, oh, that's why we don't venture outside of home club. Like, (laughs) I mean, there's multiple reasons why we don't go to the other club, but that's the biggest one is like, what if we see him again? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to have to talk to him. <laughs> How'd that affect the rest of your night there? We did not have a good night there, regardless of him being there or not. Single men in the lifestyle are are definitely needed and they are a big part. They have a part, you know, they're important. But when you have a plethora of single men, no single women, and maybe a handful of couples, we did not pick the right night to go because it was new members night. So there was a lot of new member single, single. men. Oh boy who did not know their footing either. They had the idea of, oh, well, I'm going to a sex club, so everyone's just going to have sex with me. I'm I'm paying $50 to $100 to come in the door here and be a member of this club. Clearly, I'm paying to have sex, and I expect people to want to have sex with me whenever I feel that. Yes, Yes. and I can touch them. Or when their boyfriend walks away from them to go to the bathroom, I can, and they're dancing with girls, I can come up behind them and touch them and dance with them. That's okay. Mm. I just didn't feel comfortable there. And I just felt like as a female, and everyone told me about that going into it. (laughs) So that's why I kind of knew what to expect. But I just don't think that for whatever reason, you know, they don't have a big female or couples membership there. Uh, So it's more about the single men. And unfortunately, that's not fun for us. (laughs) Most cities that have those two different types of club, one club will be geared towards women who are into women or couples that are into couples, while the other one really will suck in the whole single male group and take in as many single males as they can and say, well, good luck. And then their female crowd or their couple crowd tends to be that we're looking for as many cocks as we can find. And I have no problem just closing my eyes and taking whatever it is. When there is that type of club, it's definitely not geared towards the friendships and hanging out. It's that is a straight, hey, come here to fuck. It's kind of like an adult bookstore type crowd as well. Yeah. Is where I is how I would see those clubs. While the other club that is geared towards connections between the couples and connections between the females and getting to know each other that way. I, I think that's more of the lifestyle, if you will. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that's more what all of our friends would consider to be the lifestyle mm-hmm. where it, it is your lifestyle, where you've found people that you like to hang out with, that you want to hang out with as more than just, Oh, Hey, look, that person turns me on. Let's go have sex. It's Hey, I'm enjoying talking to this person. We can go to a basketball game or whatever, maybe have sex, maybe not. And just have a fun night being ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the social, I mean, that was something that I kind of had to find my footing on as well, because I did notice that about, you know, my home club is I, I would see these multiple people and they would be there multiple weeks. And I'm like, they're not ever going into a playroom with others. 
what are they doing here? That's when it kind of clicked to me that the lifestyle is not just about finding as many people, finding as many couples, because those couples are going to be few and far between where you get that four-way connection. That was something for me where I was like, oh, wait a second. They're here for the social aspect. The playing is just the dessert, mm-hmm. you know? Yep, the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Some couples we know actually do not play at the club, so they will meet somebody at the club and take them home to their own, where they prefer maybe their own bed or their own surroundings. A safe surrounding, <clears throat> if you will. I feel like I'm the opposite, and this is something that Brad and I have actually discussed. I feel safer at the club. That's my safe zone. For mm-hmm. Maybe it's because it was my first experience in the lifestyle, really in the lifestyle. I'm not talking about like threesomes. It's a safe zone for me, so I feel like anything outside of that, that is where sure. It, waters become murky and I get scared. Well, yeah. I mean, you're definitely king in unknown situations if you go to a hotel room or even if you bring strangers into your own home. So I can understand that. So for the longest time, my opinion was, hey, we can meet people at at the club and then hang out with them some other time, go to dinner and then play at the apartment. Mm Mm-hmm. Now I think I'm becoming more and more comfortable at the club. I don't know if that's true or not, but it, it feels like I am and heading in that direction. So, Well, and I enjoy being watched. I mean, obviously that's always been something for me. And I don't think Brad like necessarily is against it. I think now like he's more into it. He's like, oh yeah, people are enjoying this. We're giving him a good show. And I, I love putting on a good show, you know, especially like for single guys, like that's just, that gets me, I enjoy it. And so that's another reason why the club for me is just, you know, that's what my appetite is. Mm -hmm. That's what I like, you know, come alive. I come alive. I start putting on that show (laughs) and, and that's really a part of who I am that, you know, I suppressed for a long time, but there are a lot of people in the lifestyle, women, men, whoever, who really get, I don't want to say like sexual gratification, but they just, they really enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I am more of a voyeur. Well, I will say it sounds like both of you tend to be more exhibitionists. Yes. Yes. And I I definitely don't have that exhibitionist side of me. And (laughs) that's why I very, very rarely will play in the couples or group room, yeah. but there, there have been those there moments, been but, some moments. Yeah. but for the most part, I prefer the door closed and the shades drawn and. <laughs> oh the, no, this. we, we prefer chain up, which that's where you can look, look. but you mm-hmm. can't touch. If we do find a couple that we're vibing really well with, we try to just keep it, but I, I don't, because I've had experiences with where we forgot to put the chain up. And then um, there was this like couple who walked in and I, this couple had been messaging me on the lifestyle website and they would always, they would message me. I mean, a lot, they were very pushy couple and we had saw them there maybe our first or second night that we were there and, you know, said hi or whatever, but nothing really, I never really made them think that I was interested that night. We forgot to put the chain up and we were playing with another couple and they came into the room and were having sex with themselves. And he was like, she was masturbating and watching us and he was masturbating and watching us. And it just really felt uncomfortable mm-hmm. for me. So I was like, Oh, that chain is very important. Chains are important. <laughs> and that's the thing. As people get tours of these clubs, it's told to everybody coming in, Hey, door closed means don't knock on the door. Don't try to open the door. 
chain up means feel free to watch, but then chain down, you're welcome to come in. You still have to ask to touch, but you're welcome to come in. It's tough to blame the other couple, but at the same time, it's like, oh, you kind of wish that I know the door's open, but you should still ask, can I come in? And if the chain's up, you really shouldn't ask, can I come in? You should just be welcome to watch. But at the same time, there's sometimes, eh, it's a very tough dance to have. Mm -hmm. And And then you go, that goes back to the whole, how do you tell somebody that you're not interested in them? And I mean, there, there can be multiple reasons why you're not. But yeah, that was a part of it. That was my first kind of dance, if you will, around that whole situation. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.